Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer Podcast. This is Deb McBride, and I am broadcasting from beautiful Escazú, Costa Rica, where it is still light out at 10 minutes to 6. So that's actually really cool. (laughs) We're so close to the equator that it actually uh, only produces 12 hours of daylight and 12 hours of nighttime, but it varies you know, within like 45 minutes or so. So actually not very long ago, it was about, I would say even a month ago, it was about uh, getting dark about 5.15. So I'm I'm happy that it's still light and pretty right now. The light is very beautiful right now. On Sunday, the 7th of February in the year 2021. And we have a lovely, exciting week coming up this week. And that is some Aquarian energy. So um, let's talk about all that. So we were discussing last week that Venus was going into Aquarius the 1st of February, which was Monday. And this is now um, a week later, just about, and we are... uh, still with five planets in Aquarius and Mercury is retrograde in Aquarius. So we have a whole lot of Aquarius going on. And also if you follow asteroids at all, Pallas Athene or Athena, the goddess of war is in Aquarius as well. So she makes it a little more exciting. And, uh, The thing is that we have an Aquarius new moon this week, and that's the big event. There's a couple of big events, and Thursday is the day. Thursday's the day, and it is an exciting day for a few reasons. One is the new moon, and the new moon falls at 23 Aquarius, 16 minutes, and it is exciting because it's, you know, next to Mercury, so it's like a new moon, uh, very close to Mercury, where, you know, Mercury is the planet of communication and the planet of, um, you know, uh, articulation, thought, intellect. And Mercury is, you know, in a place that is very, uh, you know, it's retrograde, but it's very towards the end of Aquarius. So it's, it actually on t- Wednesday, the 10th, uh, or actually really late Wednesday, the 10th, early when Thursday, depending on where you live, um, the moon will conjunct Mercury. And so Mercury is close to this new moon. So really about mm, within 12 hours, which is not a lot of time. It sounds like a lot of time, but it's not a lot of time. It's well within 12 hours of the new moon because Mercury is not going to move that far away. (laughs) So they are close together. And this is a moon where we speak up, speak our mind, find things out, get information, especially because Mercury's retrograde, you know. Mercury retrograde, the truth comes out. So we get illumination, um, you know, the next day. Now we are in what we call the dark of the moon because we are in, uh, you know, the sign of Capricorn. The moon is in Capricorn today. And so before it goes into Aquarius, which will not happen today because it just went into Capricorn, it goes into Aquarius um, late on Tuesday evening. The moon will 
start getting revved up for this new moon. So we're in this dark phase or what is known as the balsamic phase of the moon. And the dark phase is, you know, where the magic is. Do you ever get the moon card? If you've ever read the tarot or had your tarot read, the moon card is, I, I equate it a lot to Neptune because of the illusion and the, the, uh, lack of answers <laughs> when we have the moon card shows up it's like ah you know I don't know we it could be this could be that but but it also uh, there's a number of things with the moon card there's a lot of deep dark shadowy and I don't mean dark but bad dark I mean like the evening dark the shadowy side of the moon so it's the sometimes like people were telling me in the past week that they don't sleep for days before the new moon that every month before the new moon they are not sleeping and I think that's remarkable I think when people don't sleep they are getting excited there's like an excitation for them by the power of the sun and the moon coming together and so it's shadowy now it's it's um, kind of this questionable, interesting, intuitive time. And if you saw me right now, I'm waving my hands in the air. I'm stirring up the energy. So it's an intuitive, intuitive time. So tap into your intuition. Get into the shadowy feelings and, and the things you know and don't know. And, you know, just sort of be with it and be with the unknown. Once again, we're talking about the unknown. It's like, Deb, enough with the unknown already. But there's a lot of unknown. And especially when things are about to become illuminated when the moon is new and we pass the shadow period and then the moon starts to wax towards becoming full. And since it's with Mercury, ooh, it's going to be like cool and interesting and and enlightening and exciting. And this is an exciting new moon. We've got five planets in Aquarius. And when the moon comes to Aquarius on Tuesday night, we have six planets in Aquarius. And if you count Pallas Athena, that's seven. Uh, she's not a planet. She's an asteroid goddess, but that's a seventh body in Aquarius, which is an enormous, enormous amount of energy in the surprising, eclectic sign of Aquarius. Now, the other very, very important thing that is going to happen on Thursday morning. And uh, it's in the Eastern time zone. It's going to be about 7, uh, I'm sorry, 10 a.m. And um, it is the Venus-Jupiter conjunction. And this only happens once a year, really. It happens once a year. And here it is in Aquarius, which is very cool. <laughs> and Venus and Jupiter are the, the benefics of the zodiac. They're the benefics of the planets. Venus is love and beauty and art, and Jupiter is expansion and abundance. And the interesting thing was that just within the last few days, Venus conjunct Saturn. So, you know, Jupiter and Saturn are still together. They're very close. And so Venus passed over Saturn, and now she's in the space, the in-between space between Saturn and Jupiter. So she's moving away from the place that feels constricted or contraction um, into the place of expansion and abundance. So we move, Venus moves away from lack into abundance because with Saturn and Venus in these last few days, we were like, mm, you know, 
I don't know that I can uh, take that risk. I don't know that I should jump into that relationship. I don't know that if I should take this relationship a step further. Mm. It's good for commitment. It's interesting because Saturn is a planet of commitment. And you would think that, well, Venus comes to Saturn, goes to Jupiter. This is a good time actually to get engaged. (laughs) It's like we are making the commitment. We're taking the step forward into this lovely life of abundance with one another. Wow. Hey, there you go. Venus is like bringing you, you know, this lovely relationship commitment. However, Venus and Saturn often with people, you know, they feel they don't want to spend the money. They don't want to um, like open the door. They don't want to be thinking in the terms of possibilities or opportunities. They want to hold on tight to what they already know and what is familiar. And with Jupiter, Jupiter's like, hey, take the risk. Now, don't be dumb about it and like blow all your money at a casino. Like, you know, it's, I don't even know if casinos are open right now. Um, <laughs> but, or, you know, blow all your money on online gambling, let's say. <laughs> um, and if you really don't want to take a risk, ask yourself why. Ask yourself what's holding you back. Where are you contracting? Where are you constricted? But sort of being pushed to the next level. And that's what this looks like. It's becoming aware and conscious of your restrictions, your places of duty and responsibility. Well, I can't spend the money. I got to take care of my kids or I got to get the car fixed first or I got to pay my taxes first or whatever. And, or I can't, you know, commit to this relationship because I just got out of something or whatever. Um, whatever Venus is saying to Saturn in your life. And then look at it from the opposite perspective. Look at where you are holding back and maybe missing out on an opportunity or a possibility. Right now, as Venus approaches Jupiter, and I know that's not till Thursday, but we have to think in terms of possibilities and opportunities. We have to be open to the the abundance. If someone is being generous with you, please, by all means, don't turn it down. Be open. See where it can go. If someone says, hey, you know what? I can I can give it to you at this price. Or, all right, we'll come down on the price of the house by $10,000, but we can't come down by $20,000. Okay, but you got $10,000, all right? So, well, why not? So if you love the house and Venus Jupiter falls in love, well, then buy the house. See if you can get the mortgage. Go ahead. Do it. Or, you know, work it out. Negotiate. This is a negotiable time. And, you know, Saturn doesn't necessarily want to negotiate. Saturn kind of wants to close the door. But it's an interesting dynamic because it isn't Venus coming to Jupiter saying, I'm going to do this, and then hits Saturn and the wall goes up and goes, oh, no, I can't do this. It's it's becoming conscious of where you're saying no or where you're afraid, because Saturn also rules fear, where you're afraid to say yes, and then you have to jump in, take the risk, dive in. It's okay, because Jupiter's saying, you know what, it's going to be all right. We're going to support you. The universe is in favor of you. So that's a really important lesson for the week. And Saturn is lessons, but Jupiter can be lessons too. You have to learn about your own abundance, your own possibilities, your own opportunities. Think about where the possibilities are. Be open to them. Where 
wear it, wear the energy of opportunity and possibility on you in your field. And if you expand on that, you will, I'm sure, attract the goodness or the generosity of someone. Maybe last week you experienced someone being stingy and this week you're experiencing someone being generous. Maybe you are the one being stingy and then opening the door to, and being saying, you know what, I'm going to let this person in. I'm going to be generous. Okay. Maybe someone asked to borrow money and you were like, I can't do that. And you can now see your way through that. You can lend them the money or something. Or negotiate. Again, work it out. So this is pretty exciting. Jupiter and Venus on the same day as the new moon. Wow. Thursday's potent and powerful and exciting. And I like that. Um, the moon, you know, after its experience of, um, you know, being new is going to go void and it will go into Pisces. So it'll be like a 12 hour void. Um, so when it's new, it's 2 PM, uh, in the Eastern time zone, it's going to be 1 PM by me. And then you know, 1 a.m., 1.30 a.m. or so by me, 2.30, if you're in the Eastern time zone, it will go uh, into Pisces. So it's going to be void for right after that new moon, it's void. So take the opportunity. The Venus-Jupiter happens earlier in the morning. The new moon happens in the afternoon, well, depending on where you live, and just go with it, you know, because it goes void after, right, right then. That's the last aspect before it goes void, which is an interesting dynamic. But because, you know, Void says, oh, you know what? I blew it. <laughs> or Void says, no, you know, um, uh, it's a risk I can't take right now. Or Void says, don't make big decisions. Or Void says, don't go for that job interview now. You should have gone this morning or yesterday. <laughs> but but um, the good news is that, you know, you are going to experience abundance and opportunity. So set yourself up. Get your manifestation written. What do you want to manifest on this powerful new moon with Venus, Jupiter? Oh my goodness. How exciting. So get excited. Throw a party. Celebrate. Um, my classmates that, well, my class that I have, um, that I'm teaching, we are about to begin the second round. And um, we are going to... Uh, probably do a new moon manifestation that evening, but it's it's going to be really amazing because there's a Venus Jupiter there, so there's a good chance of manifesting everything that you want that day. <laughs> well, maybe not everything, but a good chance of manifesting a whole lot. So think in terms of abundance. Think big, um, and don't overindulge. Don't eat the entire box of cookies. Don't um, <laughs> don't you know, smoke all the cigars, don't, uh, you know, don't, don't buy the, spend like way beyond your means, you know, those kinds of things. We have to be a little bit careful of that. In the meantime, tomorrow, Mercury and the sun meet in uh, the nice part of the morning while we're having breakfast, Eastern time zone for you. And it's, uh, you know, the time when Mercury like reaches back to greet the sun during its retrograde, which it often always does because it comes back. It, it can only go so far away from the sun before it needs to come back and greet the sun again. So that's, that's part of the retrograde uh, system program. So 
it's this is an all out good time for communications and and thinking and new ideas. So um, Mercury retrograde and also you know there it is the the illumination of the sun, um, and we like that. We like when we're illuminated by these experiences um, when the planets can illuminate us. On the tenth, Mercury is going to go back and square Mars. And, you know, Mars has not moved very far. It's been in Taurus, and Mercury did dance with Mars before, back at, you know, the end of January, and now it's coming back again to visit with Mars. So it's really an experience that is, you know, forthright and confident and, you know, a place where we can say, okay, you know, what what do I want to accomplish in this time? What do I want to, um, you know, be confident about? And where am I confident? Where can my thoughts be more confident? Okay. And where can I connect with something that is um, being in a, the sort of the confidence zone? You know, my thoughts where are my thoughts? Where am I feeling better about my thoughts? Um, so moving forward, um, it's, then we have this experience of Mercury sitting with Venus on the 12th. So, you know, there's, there's a lot going on here. Um, we have so much energy this week and, you know, um, we have a really good experience of Venus, you know, Venus and Jupiter and are joining. And then the next day, Mercury is joining Venus. And then a couple days, you know, they're going to whiz by each other. Um, Mercury does move fast even when it's retrograde. Um, and then Mercury is going to join Jupiter on Sunday the 14th, so a week from today. So we're having Mercury connect with Mars. We're having... Mercury connect with uh, Venus and Jupiter connecting and the Mercury is connecting Venus and Jupiter all over again. So it's like this Venus Jupiter is going to sort of extend itself throughout the rest of the week. And I like that because Mercury brings the communication. So maybe you'll hear from an old buddy, an old friend or someone you, someone you love, who you would love to hear from. And maybe you've lost touch or maybe you've just, you know, have been busy and haven't been able to connect. And maybe the pandemic has kept you out of each other's circles and so the exciting part is that you are probably going to connect with someone or reconnect with someone in these next days and week I think that's lovely so reach out to someone you know you say to somebody hey I haven't I haven't talked in a while what's what's going on with you very nice very nice um so we've got some very positive things this week and it's going to be a very lovely new moon it's powerful so don't think of this as ooh easy breezy it is you know saturn's there so we're going to be working alongside saturn and remembering our our responsibilities and our our experience of you know you know, integrity. We're not going to be all wild partying and like, ah, forget the restrictions. Let's all go party. You know, let's look at times when we can celebrate 
this week. Maybe there's something you should be celebrating. Let's look at a possibility. Let's look at opportunity. Let's look at all of the emotions we have around, you know, expansion and not contracting and taking risks. So, you know, without shirking responsibility. So that's another good thing. The other thing is that um, when we experience this um, new moon, it is like a vitamin shot and it is in the sign of Aquarius with many, many planets. So if you are feeling overly active or excitable or maybe even anxious, I recommend that you do some grounding exercises like going into nature, feeling your feet on the ground. If you, If it's warm where you live, Take your shoes off and put your feet on the ground. This is electrical energy. It's like, imagine getting struck by lightning. This is electrical energy. Just get grounded, go into nature, go for a walk, go for a hike, and breathe in the air and be with, you know, even if there's snow on the ground, I'm not saying take your shoes off in that, but go hiking through the snow. Look at the beauty of it. Be in the nature because that's very grounding energy. It's earthbound energy. Uranus and Mars are still in Taurus. There's still a lot of earthbound energy that we can benefit from in the heavens. And Pluto is still in Capricorn. So we're going to have, you know, still enough of this experience of earth energy to guide us through the electricity of the Aquarius new moon. Don't be surprised if you can't sleep. Don't freak out. Try to stay grounded and relaxed. Don't get all up in your head because this is an air sign. Remember, Aquarius is air, not water. It is an air sign. Air signs need answers. Air signs think. Air signs analyze, especially Aquarius. It's such an analytical sign. So be be aware of that. Don't get caught up in your brain. Um, use your brain to, you know, expand on your life. Um, do some meditations that are going to calm your brain down and keep you focused and grounded. Um, when you are doing those meditations or when you are grounding your energy, remember there are parts of you that are wanting to get up and run. And there's just, there's so much energy to get up and run that I highly recommend you look before you leap because this is electrical energy. It's a little impulsive. Aquarius can be a little impulsive, although a fixed sign, you know, it's still that electrical Uranian energy that makes us leap out of our chair. So just take your time, drive carefully, drive carefully, and just focus in on what your tasks of the moment are. It, this is overwhelming energy. It feels really fast. It feels like too many things are coming at us at once. And you are on a wild ride. And if you saw my Instagram from Friday, <laughs> I just called it woohoo because this is a wild amount of energy. And it feels like we are spinning and we're in that rocket ship and we are going to you know, outer, outer space, out of our own galaxy. And it's, it's strange. Yeah. This isn't just like, oh, yay, Venus and Jupiter and a new moon. This is being like shot out of a rocket, going into the stratosphere, not knowing where you're going, because God knows Uranus like takes a curve, 
and we're winding up on a different planet and it feels intergalactic. That's a good word, intergalactic. So I think that, you know, one of the more intergalactic uh, moments of the year is right now, <laughs> right now. And if you are um, not used to that kind of energy, it could be making your head spin and everything feels like it's all just like coming at you really quick. Jump on what you can jump on. Do what you can do. Don't fault yourself if you can't get everything done. Just go one step at a time. Um, and, you know, do one foot in front of the other because Aquarius energy is, is very exciting. So, um, if it's making your head spin, do some grounding exercises, do some deep breathing and just relax and keep the caffeine down to a minimum. <laughs> um, but it is, it's really, really like being shot out of a cannon right now. And so just take the rocket ship ride and enjoy it. There are not many moments in life when this happens. So I recommend taking your energy and using it wisely now and, you know, keeping your feet on the ground, but keeping your head, your brain focused in a way that is better, um, beneficial to your life. The other things that are happening is Mars and Neptune are going to talk nicely to each other on Saturday, which is highly intuitive and very much about, um, you know, a very soft energy. It's not like, oh goodness, I got punched and I didn't realize I was getting punched. That would be more square Neptune, which we had, you know, a while back. But right now Mars is making a very nice conversation with Neptune. And uh, that's because Mars is in Taurus and Neptune's in Pisces. And this is very gentle energy. And so we can move forward gracefully and take graceful, elegant action towards our goals. So that's a positive, positive thing. And that's next Saturday. Um, and this is, this is an exciting week. If you feel um, you would like to talk to an astrologer, well, then, you know, get in touch with me because this is this is very astrological energy and everybody's kind of revved up right now and if you feel like unusually uncomfortable you are welcome to contact me if you have a question or book a session with me and that is at thegoldenastrologer.com book online um and i recommend if if it's not me then another astrologer there's other astrologers out there who would be happy to explain all of this energy to you um as well as listening to me. So um, I am available and I'm also about to begin the second level of astrology teaching. So if you are interested in learning astrology and you know some basics, you know the signs, you know the houses, you know the aspects a bit, we are about to go into level two starting Saturday or sort of an intermediate level. So that will include the movement of the planets during the days and um, things called progressions, like prediction things. And also synastry, which is comparing charts in relationships. So if you are interested in looking at astrology and you know some astrology because we've done the basic stuff already, then I can offer you to join my class and contact me, deb at debmcbride.com or info at thegoldenastrologer.com. And I'm also going to be sending out a blog about that so you'll know where to sign up. Um, 
My Instagram is busy. Um, it's the Golden Astrologer. My Twitter is at Deb Astrology. And if you are also interested in, um, you know, astrocartography, which is finding out where your planetary lines are on a geographical map, you can go to my website and order a report and pick three places. And um, that's also included as part of an astrology session. So I welcome all comments, questions. Um, this is a big week. It's a big, intense, exciting week. So stay tuned to Instagram. Stay tuned for next week's podcast because we're going to have a lot of like things to discuss after what happens this week. I'm sure the world and the collective unconscious is abuzz with you know new, bright, shiny energy. Okay, so remember I talked about the collective unconscious last week. If you missed it, go back and listen. It's that big soup that's out there for all of us that to participate in on an unconscious level. The collective unconscious is very much an Aquarian realm. So whatever is brewing, whatever is coming up for review, you know, let's watch and see what happens because that those are things that are profoundly uh, collective cycles, collective waves. We are assimilating what happened last year. We are assimilating and moving on to the new. And that is what's really important about right now. Assimilating everything that's happened, getting your head together, knowing where your head is at and where it's been in the last year. And it's asking us to move very quickly right now. So we're getting in that rocket ship. We're being shot out of that cannon. Stay calm, stay grounded, meditate. I'm Deb McBride. This has been the Golden Astrologer Podcast. I welcome all of you to listen every week and I have great gratitude and appreciation for all of you listening. Thank you to one and all. And hey, I've got listeners in in the Ivory Coast. Hello. I've got listeners in Australia. Hello. Thank you so much for listening. And please, um, you know, continue to listen and we'll all We'll all see what's going to happen this exciting Aquarian week. Thanks for listening and have a beautiful new moon.